What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Bass Brothers Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Chandler. This here is my co-host, Jordan Harris. And we are the Bass Brothers, the only podcast where it's like sitting around with your friends talking sports, life, and everything in between. Jordan, how you doing today, pal? Doing great, man. I uh, secured the bag this week, if you know what I mean. You did. You got a brand new, shiny PlayStation 5. I know, and I have been playing it way too much this weekend. After all this time. uh, Are you still decent at the Call of Duty? Not at all. You know, I, I'm pretty bad. If anybody wants to want me warn me for money, it's probably a good way just it's to make a quick buck. probably an easy way to make $1,000 for sure. There's no doubt about it. Um, So, just quick review. You, you enjoyed it? Oh, absolutely. I've, uh, you know, I got a couple games built up. I, um, Are you playing the show on PS5 yet? Or do you I, have that? I actually have not. I haven't even downloaded it. You know, I bought um three PS5 games back in November before I even had them. I had some Best Buy credit I had to get rid of. Yeah. So I got three games. I've been sitting in the wrapper since November till this past week. Finally got to download them, break them out. You know, I've been playing some old Spider-Man Miles Morales, Godfall, which you, you've kind of been trashing on a little bit, but I'm, I'm enjoying so far. Yeah. No, and the I'm new Call you, of Duty. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've been playing a little. We still been playing Warzone. Been playing a little uh, Cold War, just yep. here and there yep. multiplayer. But really, my eyes are on the future. There's a lot of really good games coming. The God of War sequel, obviously, whatever the NCAA franchise looks like. Old, old Ratchet and Clank. If you're yeah. a, if you're a PS2, you I'll know. probably I'll probably grab the next Madden too, just because the the gra- it's like it's worth it now. You know what I'm saying? Like just oh, for to, sure, just for to sure. witness the game. A little you know, bit, I get the so. show. I get the show 21 in a month. I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Daggum old Tatis right there on the cover. Yep. Um, what's going on, guys? Hope you guys have had a great week. Um. So we're now in kind of week three of the rebrand, right, of mm-hmm. becoming the Bash Brothers podcast, doing yep. a little bit more uh, of stuff we enjoy, you know, outside of sports. And honestly, the the feedback has been great. Yeah, last week's episode got a lot of views. Yeah, like the yeah, views yeah. are up, which really surprised us because we were kind of worried. Uh, but for those of you who are not fans of the new content, do not worry. College football and sports and everything will still be uh, the foundation of what we do. I mean, we know sports, yeah. we love sports, but we know and love a whole bunch of other things too. And you so. only got about five more months till college football ticks back up. So I mean, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be changing it back up soon that's, enough. That's only twenty shows. Yeah, yeah. Twenty shows and we're back. Yeah, so you know, the the funny thing is gonna be finding balance there, finding balance because because we will we will you know I think we love both we we love both. We love yeah, just yeah. talking college football, and then we love talking TV, movies, you know, yeah, yeah. telling your embarrassing date stories, uh, which, I'm going to be honest, people love that junk, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's one reason we got, you know. Just a little behind the scenes. I was kind of nervous about that because I was like, <laughs> do we want to really, how, how deep do we want to go with this stuff? And uh, and we sent it and put it out there, and the, y'all really seemed to enjoy that. So, yeah. hey, that was that's awesome, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, so how about I start it off with our uh, staple segment for the last couple of weeks. What are we going with? I'm going with a little Hoff or Nah here. Hall of Fame or Nah. And it is my week to give you some picks. It is, and I have really not seen these. So just I mean, a quick recap, Hall of Fame or Nah is a segment that we do where one of the per- people on the podcast bring together five names of the three sports that we cover, that being basketball, baseball, and football. It's simple. They list a name based on everything we know up to this point. We say Hall of Fame. Or not. Or not. And, you know, I got five names here. Well, actually five sets of initials. Um, <laughs> that, man's abbrevi- that man's abbreviating yeah. on the quick board. There is some major crossovers here. I'm going to go ahead and, and preface that for you. But I'll start it off. Number one, the man, the myth, the legend, the one they refer to as Andrew Jones of now on the Atlanta Braves. 
Ronald Acuna Jr. Ooh. It's his fourth, fourth season? I think fourth, right? fourth yeah. season. I think fourth. Uh, obviously, last year was a little bit shorter, so we didn't get a whole lot of him last season. But the year before, he had, I think, the first 40-40 season, or like a, the, one of the first 40-40 seasons yeah. ever. Um, so, yeah, Ronald Acuna Jr., center fielder, Hall of Fame or not. I've got to go Hall of Fame, man. There is nothing in the kid's game other than his attitude, which they're going to fix, and they probably have fixed already. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. he, 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 you come into the league at 19 years old, and you've really never been to America and stuff, and you're absolutely balling out on top of the world. That's a tough thing to control. But I think Freddie and the guys kind of whipped him into shape pretty quick. There's nothing in that kid's game that tells me anything other than Hoff. I mean, the bat is clearly there. Yep. The glove is there. The arm is there. The the brand is there. Dude just signed a massive contract. Ten years. Yeah. Hundred mil. Ball out. Well, Could have got more. Deserved. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Oh yeah. Last night I actually was watching some some baseball compilations like sportsman's comp. Oh, sportsman's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you know those when you're it's two a.m. and you're yep. on YouTube. Oh, of course. And one was uh was his bat flip against. Who was it? They beamed him, and then the next freaking Florida. pitch up. Yes, Marlins. And he freaking – it's the one where they say, break out the measuring tape. And yeah, obviously, yeah, he yeah. bat flips. And then the next at bat, they hit him again, and Ender comes in and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, absolute Hoff. The dude's – yeah, the dude's great. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that makes me want to say no is his high strikeout rate. And he – but it's like, you know, uh, one of the announcers for the Braves said uh, – I can't remember when I read this. It was probably last year, but it's like – you know, he strikes out 100-something times, but when he gives you 40 home runs, you can kind of take it. So, I mean. And I think you'll see that cut down, right? Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. like, look at Austin Riley, not last season, but the season before. Right. The dude comes in, he's hot for, like, a, you know, 20-game stretch, then they figure out he can't hit the curveball, he strikes out for the next 100 times. Yeah. Not literally, but you, you you follow me here. Comes in next season, he's developed more and more. The strikeouts are fewer and far between. Mm-hmm. They're still there, but I think you'll see Ronald make those yeah. changes as well. well. I mean, you know, obviously, rookie of the year winner. Um, He's well-deserved. Been in the MVP candidate or conversation already. Yep. He'll at least put one on his mantle before he retires. No I mean, doubt. probably more. More than likely, we'll have at least one ring to his name. And yeah. I mean, you keep having these 40 40 seasons, which is unheard of, which yeah, I think they, he'll yeah. keep doing. It's like Russell so, Westbrook averaging a triple double. Yeah. It's yes. just, you know, very so, few human beings will ever do that in their life. So, so. you know, a leadoff hitter that's really and truly should be a four hole hitter. Facts. But, you or know, even he, five. Yeah, he could go either yeah. way. But, yeah, I just I don't I don't see him not getting in honestly at the end of his career, especially if he keeps up the consistency. Completely so. agree. So yeah, how about we go to a uh, Georgia legend next? Okay. But it's not a brave; it is a bulldog. Nick Chubb running back for Nicholas the Chubb. Cleveland Browns. Um, but yeah, what do you, what do you think? So old, good old Nick Chubb, man. Uh, straight up, one of my favorite Bulldogs ever. I think we 100%. have a. Would you say that you have a special connection to the players who played while you were there? Oh, easy, easy for sure. I mean, David Pollock is still my favorite player of all time. I saw him play live, but obviously, I was like right. ten years old. I didn't go to school during that time. Yeah, Nick, uh, super good dude on and off the field. I actually have his signed autographed football in my living room. My wife was nice enough to let me decorate a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. There you go ball out i've got to go hoff i mean already the dude is absolutely balling out with cleveland um i think that the nfl is a lot like the major leagues in that it's not dominated by super bowl rings Mm -hmm. obviously that's a compliment to your hall of fame resume but i think the nba is the only one where it's like rings make the 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 Right. right right because it is it's i wouldn't say easier but it's a it's a Less difficult path when you got to play four series of games versus, I mean, the NFL playoffs and obviously the Super Bowl, it's one and done. Right. You know what I'm saying? Winning, you're in. 
I mean, that dude is absolutely balling. He is a great running back. He is a great brand. He is humble. He keeps his head down. He runs hard. He runs nasty. I got to go Hoff. I mean, if, if everything, if, if he keeps up what he's doing, I think every season in the NFL so far, he's been over a K yards, yeah. total yards. Receiving-wise, he's great, too. I mean, he's got it all. Yeah, yeah. Hoff. I think that was the point I was going to bring up, too. Like, I mean, I feel like he's the type of running back that can easily average 1,000 yards a season. Um, Cleveland's obviously been making huge playoff pushes, so that's just going to add to his resume. And he's only to... getting better. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, you know, he's going to have some playoff runs. He should have a Super Bowl ring. I mean, we know how that's going to help. If he can throw, a you know, like an offensive player of the year on his mantle or something like that, he'd be in real good shape. If the ring that he gets is with the Cleveland Browns, yeah. pencil him in. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I got to think, yes, I'm trying – no bias here. I, I really do think Nick Chubb is good enough to make it in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, like, Ron will play for the Braves. I'm a Braves fan. I'm literally wearing a Braves shirt right now. Yeah. Uh, Nick Chubb plays for the dogs. You're wearing a dog shirt right now. It That has no impact on my decision. Both of those are Hoff. So why don't we move directly in front. I did say they were going to have some ties here. Yeah. So directly in front of Nick Chubb. Are you doing thunder and lightning? Quarterback position. Oh, okay. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Holy cow. Mm, what do you think? That Hall of is Fame tough, man. Or nah. So the dude comes in. I think this was his third season because mm-hmm. he's he he he's now a free agent. They're the Browns are waiting to see now if they're going to trade him uh, or resign him. Um, comes in and honestly struggles, which you're yeah. going to get that. You have to let that ride if you're going to start a brand new rookie quarterback, especially for a dumpster fire of a program like the Cleveland Browns were. You got to give him time. I remember I was in Athens and I made it a point to watch. I watched a lot of Browns games his first season, uh-huh. and I remember the first thing they won. Have you? Do you know what the Browns do when they win? When they win a game, I don't know. They like give like free beer out to everybody. Do There's they like really? a massive beer cooler, huh. and they and it was like the first time they had unlocked that beer cooler in like three years. That's pretty cool. It was for actually. home games. It's for home games, right? And um. And Baker was like, oh, my gosh, are they actually going to do the beer thing? Because they were interviewing him after the game, you know? Yeah. And that was just exciting. And he's an exciting dude. He's a brand. I mean, look at the, the – so those commercials uh-huh. are golden. Right. When he has to, like, turn around and go get the salt or whatever for his wife. And oh, yeah, runs yeah, all yeah, the, yeah, Like, those those commercials are he's cutting the grass or picking up after a party or whatever. Um, he really has developed, had a really, really good season this year. Right. I think he's still got a lot of holes in his game. I think he's still missing some receivers. I think some of his reads are still a little poor, which, hey, you've only been in the league three years, and you, you are improving. You're making significant improvements every year. With that being said, if you could answer me this question, does Baker Mayfield take the Cleveland Browns to a Super Bowl? If the answer to that was yes, I would say he's got a really good shot. Mm-hmm. I don't believe he's going to do that. Not because he's not good enough, but because Cleveland as a whole, like we were just talking about Nick Chubb, I don't know. I mean, look at their talent on offense. It's great. Right. Defense, it's got to be better. That coach that they brought in for uh, this year had a really good first season. Man, it's like I'm walking the edge. I'm, I'm going to go or not for now. But really impressive player, and I really like right. Baker Mayfield. I'm going to say no, too. And it's just for me. Thanks the, for the Rose Bowl win. Yeah, yeah. But for me right now, it's just the consistency. I haven't seen it yet. Like you said, great year this year, the past two years, and eh, not so much. So I have not seen the consistency in his game. I, I do think he could legitimately win a Super Bowl. I do think he's going to be a, a consistent playoff contender if he keeps the team around him. But, yeah, I mean, I, w- once I see the consistencies there, then I can say yes. But as of right now, i got to go with the no just because of that. Yeah, I'm I, I, dang, I'm in agreement, but it's tough because I really do like yeah, the dude. It is. And then seriously, his trajectory is straight up right now. Right. Every season, he's getting better. If he could stay 
consistent in that trajectory and just maintain, like mm-hmm. get to a place where you're a really solid, dependable, great quarterback, game manager type. He's also really exciting on the yeah. feet. So, yeah. yeah, I'm with you, but I go or not for now. You ready to get some difficult ones now? Yeah, hit me, hit and me, bro. These are these Which are difficult. Baker's kind of difficult. It, it is, but these are difficult because you have not seen these two play for more than a season. We always got to throw somebody. Got to throw somebody weird. So I'm going back to the Bravos. Oh, I Christian Pache. No, oh, but okay. he he could be he could be on here easy. Yeah. This is a guy who I believe within the next year or two he could be this year will be the ace of this rotation for the Braves. Okay. Came in late last year, had a great playoff run, pitched great in the playoffs. You know who I'm going with now? Ian Anderson. Ian Anderson. Ian Anderson. Man, that is tough. Whew. Base, oh, man. No, you're just basing off a season because you can't yeah, do anything one else. one season. Okay, Ian Anderson. I'm going I'm to throw it to you. I'm going to let you go first on that one. Okay. So, like I said, I believe he will be the ace of this pitching staff. You think he's going to take Mike Soroka over for the ace? I do. Woo! Kid's good. I do think he's a future Cy Young winner. Dang. I do think he's he's going to be a World Series winner, which, I mean, if you're on the Braves right now, i got to believe you're going to be a, a World Series at, at, a with this shot. team. With this yeah. team. So, I'm, I'm going to go, yeah. I'm going to go Ian Anderson gets in the Hall of Fame. Dang, you're putting Ian in the Hall. Ooh, that's tough. Dude, was nasty. Do you think about this, though? They, they relied on him to pitch Game 7 they did, of yeah. the NLCS, and he pitched very well. Isn't that the one where they – they blow that win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like they pulled him out. It was like yes. maybe a one run game. Oh, yeah. Heartbreaking stuff. Which Snit, you know, he knows more than I do. Okay. So I had somebody earlier, like last week, they were like, Why did y'all do who, who was the first rookie that we did? Was Ross it LaMelo? Wilson. Wait, oh talking about LaMelo yeah. Ball. Oh, sorry, I'm We did LaMelo Ball and they were like, Why did you do Hall of Fame or not with such a like you don't know? I was like That's Bruh. the point. <laughs> I, it, well, it is, but then I said we were pretty sure LeBron James was going to the Hall of Fame when he entered the league in high school. Yeah, like yeah. dude never played a game of college basketball right. and he went straight to the. So there are it, it happens. You can make early reads and predictions. These are a little tougher. Obviously, not everybody's LeBron James, but so, okay, Ian Anderson, incredible season last year, man. It, it's one. It is a very impressive thing to watch a baseball season, especially with a. Let's call it an average rotation. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people on the Braves rotation last year. Well, you had three solid. People in your rotation. Correct. And then the other two were just, you, you hang on there. and pray. Yeah. yeah, exactly. To see him come in as unproven, and obviously you 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 are doubtful anytime somebody steps on the mound with the Braves rotation, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. And to come to a place where you start there and then to end on a season where, holy, okay, Ian's on the mound, we're good. Yeah. Like, it's just a solid, like, you feel oh, yeah. very comfortable and at peace with the fact that we're going to, he's going to have a good outing. The game's going to be competitive as long as the bats are firing on all cylinders. Right. Yeah, I got to go off. I mean, I'm surprising myself with that prediction. But everybody's so high on the kid. Like, everybody speaks so highly. Any insider, uh, any analyst that you read or hear about, he just recently did a sign-in with the the people that we are pretty affiliated with. Mm -hmm. It was like 50 bucks a baseball. We really probably should have jumped on that. I did not know that. I wish you would have thrown it out That baseball probably would have been worth (laughs) a lot of cash. That was in the season where, like, we were getting married and stuff. So, money had to go to a certain spot there. So... But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Hoff. I like Hoff yeah. there. I mean, good speed, good breaking stuff, great control. I mean, like everything you want in a starting pitcher, he's got. I will say at this point, let's put an asterisk beside this. If Mike Soroka comes back completely healthy, mm-hmm. right, because, you know, due towards ACL, that's something to come back from. I do. I believe Mike Soroka's your ace for the next couple of years. I don't know. I still – I mean, this is a different conversation for a different day. I think Ian Anderson's the better 
picture. We'll see. I'll and see. I would I would be loud. Which, like, you know, compare let you know you get what I'm saying. That's like having two fantastic, incredible pictures. Right. Oh yeah. If you 100%. have two people who could be your ace, you're good with that. And then people could right. make an argument for Max too. Yeah. Oh yeah. But which you know to me and you know going off on tangent, but Max to me has one really good season. And then a, several above average seasons, so I gotta see Max pitch. But, but like what I'm saying, well, as long as you're in that rotation, above averages, we'll take that oh, all day. Oh, for sure, you know for, what sure I'm saying? for sure. I mean, you look at some bull. There are very few few starting rotations in the major leagues that are lights out from top. I mean, what was it like, like two? Yeah, like two teams. <laughs> yeah, like them and like the Astros of late. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know. Tra- I mean, when you got Justin Verlander, it's just- what I'm saying. Yeah, you got. Yeah, exactly. Come on. So, jeez, beat on right. the trash can. Boy. Anyway, we'll we'll get off the we'll get off yeah. the Braves conversation. All right, last one, last year's NBA Rookie of the Year, mm. Ja Morant, Daggum. Grizzlies, young guy. I only played one year, obviously. So that kid is so freaking good. Yeah. Do you think Hopper not? Let's see. He was picked. I think he was picked third in the in the draft. Yeah, I, think I think that's it was correct. Zion, somebody, and then him, or he might have been second. I think he was second. Um. So Ja Morant. Plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. Incredible player. So exciting. So much fun to watch. That dude is absolutely fearless. He'll dunk on anybody. Had a better rookie season than Zion. There's no doubt about it. Because Zion obviously suffered with some injuries. Which Zion... Zion will be a very interesting name to throw in here as That's well. That's true too, yeah. There's no, we, we actually... We, I think we kind of got to do that. We kind of owe it to ourselves. Because he is that next, like... I'm saying this in air quotes. You can't see it touted as, like, the next guy. You right, know? yeah, yeah. Um, John Morant. So, we just got off the conversation about rings. I think the NBA, it's tough to have a Hall of Fame touted career without rings. And as good as Ja Moran is, do I think he's going to take the Grizzlies to the the, the NBA championship? I don't. Do I think they're going to make playoff runs? Yes, I do believe that. They definitely need some help. There's no doubt about it. But, like, the Grizzlies just aren't. I mean, you look back when they had, like, Mike Conley and stuff. They just weren't. They got to have more. They can't get over that hump. And as good as Jai is, I mean, there's very few. We talked about it last week with Michael Jordan or, or our GOAT talk two or three weeks ago. It's in, it's almost impossible to do something on the basketball court with just yeah, one incredible player. And uh, don't get me wrong, they have pieces around Jai, but I'm going to go or not for now. I'm going to do my asterisk thing like normal, but I'm going to go with a Hoff on this one. Dang. Um, you know, I think with the NBA, too, we're, we're seeing slowly a tra- transition, right? Like, LeBron's getting up there in age. You know, you got some of your guys. Dude's leading the MVP race at he 37 is. years he old. He is, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he doesn't have that many more years. Yeah. You yeah. know, people like KD, Steph, Clay. I mean, they're not going to be around forever. And these younger guys like sure. Zion. Wait, Steph's still pretty young. He's in, I think he's early 30s or maybe late 20s. Yeah. But, you know, these guys that are like Ja and Zion, you know, they're, yeah, they're, the they're future. seven, eight years younger. Yeah. So, do I think Ja, like, he already has a good start to his trophy case, right? He's got yep. the rookie of the year. Good chance to win MVP one day. I mean, you know, could will he probably go to a team that's got some stack around it where he can win a championship or two? Probably. I mean, I think with all that considered, as long as he plays like he's been playing, I think he's got a good shot of getting in. That's kind of the trajectory for those early-round basketball picks. And I guess football, too, which football's a little different. But, mm-hmm. like, basketball, I mean, you look at, like, Zion going to New Orleans and stuff like that. Like, you're going you're gonna to ball out. You know, you're going to have good stats because you're the right. you're the gym of the team. Right. But are you going to bring I – would, I would love to know the stat or the percentage of players drafted in the top three to five position 
right. who have ever brought the team they signed with a ring in the first four years. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we talk a lot about like LeBron, right? Like, I mean, he couldn't win one in Cleveland to start with. Came Went, so freaking close. He did. He like, did. And he was pretty much doing it yeah, himself. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He had, a co- he had a little bit of help, but like, man. Yeah. That kid going but nuts. Went to Miami, won one with the big three. Did he yep. win two or two? I think he won one. One was it one? One. No, I think he won two. Did he win two? He may yeah, he might have won two. Pretty sure. And then but he goes back to Cleveland. He goes back to Cleveland. Cleveland's Cleveland got a little one. more a little more yeah. firepower behind it. You yep. know, he brings that to the team and then wins some. So I mean and then J.R. Smith forgets that they're yeah, down yeah. or tied or whatever and yeah. Yeah, you know. But anyway, yeah, I think I think Jaws got a got a good shot. It just depends on what the future holds. And like I said, he's only played one year, so Yeah. And that um, is the I agree, that's the caveat. Is like like let's say the Suns are still the Suns in four years. Like yeah. put him on there in like the Chris Paul position now, and you know something like that. Yeah, yeah. I could see him bringing a ring. Okay, so well, that was our Hoff or not. Nah. Let us know what you yes. think. Yeah, drop a name. Yeah. on either the Facebook or the Twitter. So Bash Brothers Sports Podcast is how you can search. It's still sports podcast yeah. for now. Same with Twitter, and just drop us a name. And if if the name is intriguing. I would. Uh, we'll definitely add it in. We'll give you credit and everything. Yeah. So and even if you don't drop a name and just want to comment on one of our picks, tell us yeah. if it's trash or not. Like you know, whatever. Oh, I'd love to hear like a solid argument for like, like somebody's like Job ja Morant. No doubt. Here's my argument why he's hot. Yeah, a good one. Yeah. So how about another? How about another top, top five? five? A Bash Brothers podcast staple. Top five. I really think people like the. We actually heard some uh, some feedback. <laughs> On the top five chicken spots for trash and Chick Fil A. Oh, we did. Multiple yeah. people hit me yeah, up like, yeah. "Bruh, you better watch the blasphemy on the podcast. <laughs> I'm coming for you." Yeah, I mean, still Chick Fil A's. Chick-fil-A's oh, it's not. It's, still, it's not top it's, five. It's, no, it's I'm not. sorry. It's not. It's top one service, but yeah. it's like oh, hundred. It, would it be in your top ten? It would be in my top ten. Chicken places? Yeah. I don't even know if I can name but ten chicken places, to be <laughs> there honest. There you go. So by default, for those of you Chick Fil A lovers, it is in our top ten. Yeah. All right, so we're going to do top five TV shows. That's a good one. Yeah. So. That's a good one. I think I think you're way more prepped for this than I am in terms of like, you've watched a lot more TV than I have, because film is my thing. I don't know if I've watched, I play video games mostly, you know what I mean? I mean, that's true, so, but like, you, you've binged a lot of television. Oh, I have. You've watched have. a lot. There was, what was the, there was one time you got like the flu or something, and you watched like all the family guy oh, in like a city. I had, I had mono my junior year, like I got it, and I was like to the point where I just laid on the couch. That's like 200 plus episodes. One weekend, like two days, I watched nine seasons of Family Guy. That's incredible. Straight all the way through. That's incredible. Not only is it incredible to do it, but like that takes mental fortitude. Well, I was like half asleep. Like, I mean, I was almost dead. I felt like you were probably cracking up at even the worst jokes. I mean, obviously, I do that anyway. That is true. All right, so I'm. I've got a. Let's see here. I've got an honorable mention. So I have a sixth place because oh, it was tough for me of to you decide. Can't do anything it was normal. T- I know it was tough for me to decide. So my sixth place, I would. I will believe by the end of it, will go in my top five, probably okay. even closer in the top three. Okay. But because it's so early on in the show. It's tough for me to compare it to all the other shows that I have that have like six, eight seasons, right? Right, right. If you are not watching this show currently, you are missing out. I think I know what you're going to say. I'll let you guess. WandaVision? No, no, no. Oh, never mind then. Fantastic, incredible show. Really, really good, but I think it'll only be one season. It's the best show on television right now, and that's Yellowstone. Yellowstone. I need to watch that. Yellowstone is absolutely incredible. It's also one of those where, like, Yellowstone Sunday or, like, when a new trailer drops, my Facebook feed lights up. People love that show. 
I grew up, me and my dad are the same way. We like seeing bad dudes, and I say that meaning like bad as in bad. Not like bad as in a bad guy, but like John Wick is a bad man. You get right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Bad dudes doing freaking good things and fighting for themselves. And it is just, it's incredible. Uh, it's dramatic. The first season is a little true, too dramatic. And for you Yellowstone fans, tell me if you agree, like bad stuff was just happening to the Dut- Duttons left and right. But the seasons one, two, and three combined, and now we've been announced that there's going to be a prequel involved to kind of flesh out that story even more. Season four is on its way. I believe it drops in June. It is the best show currently on television, in my opinion, right now. Yellowstone gets the sixth place spot, and, you know, fast forward five years, it's probably top two or three. Okay, okay. I'll do a quick quote-unquote honorable mention. Oh, you got an, you got an HB? It's, it's, HM? It's, it's not really, but one that I would love to put in this, and I just can't because after about the fourth season, they absolutely ruined this show. Power Rangers. Exactly. No. <laughs> the Walking Dead, literally, I bought the first season, one. I bought the first two seasons and absolutely binged it loved it. Seasons three and four were great, and after that, it just got don't, don't go on a tangent, so Connor. Monotonous. Don't go on a tangent, Connor. Yeah, don't, don't do it. it. We ain't got time for that. Well, I will, okay, I'll piggyback that. So, like, I think you watched Walking Dead before us. I did. And then you came up. That was when we were living at the pharmacy. Shout out, shout out, pharmacy. Incredible times. Yeah. And you were like, y'all have got to sit down and watch this show. And I remember we sat in the red room. Yeah, yeah. And we watched the, uh, for those of you who don't know, obviously, that was like our living room. We called it the red room. Red walls, super comfy L couch. We were balling out. We were living the dream. We had that yeah, massive yeah. television. We all had our custom seats and everything. So we watched like the first episode and then we binged like the first three seasons in yeah, like yeah, yeah. a week or two. like Because right. we, we would literally like go to school, go to our jobs, come back, watch Walking Dead. I agree. The Walking Dead for like the first three seasons is great. It's so good. After that, it is horrible. <laughs> if you're still off. watching Walking Dead, power to you because you are a glutton for punishment. That show is so bad. You talk about a show that in a season will reveal like one thing Oh, it's awful, man. They drag out three episodes of what should be dragged out in 20 minutes. There and ain't it's just, no doubt about it, man. So. But anyway, okay. That's my honorable mention. Number five, I want so badly to put this in my top three, but I can't. And you know what I'm about to say as soon as I say this. Because of the last season. Oh, yeah, Scott. But, I do what? Got. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Such a good, like... I was actually really really wondering where, because I knew this would be in your top yeah, five yeah. of where you would put it for that reason. Such a good story, such good character arc through the first seven seasons. I mean, like, everybody played, and it's very hard to, like, understand because there's so much going on. There's so many names. but So it's one of those shows you have to actually sit down and focus on intently. But Game of Thrones, love the first seven seasons. Season eight's not the worst. They have a huge battle scene in, like, the second or third episode. It's incredible to watch. But first, I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it by now, it's it's been over with for like two years. But anyway, what they do to Daenerys in that whole season, it's just awful. Like, I mean, it's just so stupid. Like, it doesn't make any, a whole lot of sense. You could tell they were just trying to tie it together. So, I mean, yeah, it was it, – it, it's just because that season eight is going to be number five, but Game of Thrones is in my top five for sure. Yeah, what's the saying? It's like uh... – the best part, sometimes the best part of the journey is the end. Yeah, that's, that's such an important part for a TV is, show is sticking the landing. Like that's one of the like we just watched or, or this weekend was the season finale of WandaVision, and up until one through eight episodes were incredible. And I was talking to somebody at work, and they were like, and I was like, this could be one of the greatest shows I've ever watched. I said, but they got to stick the landing, and it's the most difficult part right, about a TV right. show because you can't satisfy all fans, 
You know what I'm saying? You can't. You just can't. It's impossible. Everybody has expectations, and we as a society struggle to manage our expectations, especially for our television. So, so I'm with you. I hate that uh, that they didn't stick the landing for you. I've only seen up to season four. Yeah, I saw Red Wedding, and I was like, that was cool. And and, and the yeah. show is really good. Don't get me wrong; it's really good. And it's kind of the opposite of Walking Dead. They they pack a ton in oh, those first. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's up for grabs. You know what I'm saying? That's a, anybody that's a really, can die anytime. Yeah, exactly. All right. So for me. Coming in at number five is going to be Suits. Uh, Suits was a USA drama. It's basically like a courtroom drama. Uh, Harvey Spencer and Mike just balling out. I think a, a good amount of people have watched this show. I did a lot of research in terms of like a, I googled like top 100 list of TV shows and I looked yeah. at a lot of where people had it. There's a, there's honestly a couple of shows that I found that I'm going to have to watch because they were like consistently top three. Um, <clears throat> Suits for me was a really good show. Uh, kind of takes a little dip after Mike leaves the show in season, I think it's season six or something like that. Mm-hmm. But just great storytelling, great drama that felt relevant. Kind of paint by numbers where each week there's a new court case and stuff. But I mean, that's that's just, you know, tele- television in general. Oh, yeah. Uh, great acting, great characters. Uh, just, I, I absolutely love it. Suits, number five. Good deal. Good deal. Ever watch Suits? I, I've seen episodes of it. I've seen, I think, I think I'm maybe a it. season. It's, I think it's, it's on good. Amazon Prime, too. I think it's pretty good. So my number four, what I'm going to throw in here is, I, so preface this, there are three shows that I will watch on rotation. I'm on, I know one of them and I'm going to trash it. I'm going to make so many people mad. <laughs> it is top three, by the way. But anyway, I have three shows I watch just on a rotation. Um, like you'll just put it on in the background. Pretty much, but like I'll actually watch them, yeah. and it's just I'll go into rotation, so I'll finish one, I'll start the other, and so number four on this list is actually Parks and Rec, um, just a super funny sitcom to me. Ron Swanson is easily my spirit animal; like he's incredible. Um, but yeah, I mean, to me, it's just a funny show to watch, and it's one of those shows where like if you if you're to me if you're feeling down or something like that, you could turn it on; it's just instantly light in the mood. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, Parks and Rec number four for me. Never seen it. I think I watched the first season. That's the one with Amy yeah. Poehler and Tina yeah, Fey, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. got Chris Pratt in it. Uh, I watched like the first season, and I don't, I don't, I can't even remember what I thought of it. It's just a long time ago. Um, it's one of those shows. Season one's kind of and then after that, it just yeah. kind of picks up. Well, they say the same thing about another show on your oh list, and I don't have to hundred percent disagree. All right, so number four. I wonder if you've ever watched this because if you haven't, you got to binge this one. Okay. Um, Friday Night Lights. You ever I seen have it? Not actually. Man, Friday Night Lights is. So good. So it's a it's a it's based off the novel that was created into a TV show, a, a movie. You've seen the movie. You ever seen the movie? I don't think, no, Billy I Bob actually, Thornton plays no. the coach. No, I haven't. Okay, well you need to watch the movie too. But the t and then the TV show was developed, and it's about a Texas high school. I mean, let's be honest, high school football is king in what state? Texas. Texas. Texas forever. Uh, you know, clear hearts, full full what it full hearts, clear minds can't lose. I forget it, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, it was so dang good, man. It is just good storytelling, and it's like high school, and it actually feels like high school. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? You got all these shows where, like, don't get me wrong, these kids are definitely not 18 years old right. playing high schoolers, but it felt like it. The drama feels real, like, and it makes it, I mean, who doesn't miss Friday Night Lights? Like, yeah. you're all oh, yeah. in high school. Like, I would love to go back to my senior year and just, you know, watch the guys play, right, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's that was that's such a nostalgic part of high school. It is just so good. Obviously, it's sports-driven. I love football. Man, some of those some of those moments, bruh, will get you, man. They will get you good. Friday Night Lights gets my number four spot for okay, sure. Okay. 
This one, eh, it may be kind of eh. It's a Netflix original series. It's more of like a like a. It's not really a story driven television show. It's more of like a documentary type television show. Yeah. Last Chance You. Oh, that's a good one. I absolutely yeah. love Last Chance You. Yeah. Obviously, a as a football one. fan, it's great. Um, just seeing the basketball these, one starts Wednesday. I, I gotta hyped. watch. I don't know how much I'm gonna like it because I'm, I'm yeah, I'm I'm interested. But I'm not I a love huge basketball fan, but. First, first two seasons with uh, Buddy at, at a holy cow, at, uh, so good. East Mississippi Community yeah. College, and the next two with uh, Jason Brown at Indy. Yeah, they're both great. The last one that Laney is pretty good too. It really was. Um, yeah, I like that coach a lot better just because you can tell that he's like so much interest. He's like, not insane. Yeah, he's not insane. He's really interested in the kids' lives. But Which, hey, they just, got results. Yeah. Jason's oh, got a ring. Oh so. yeah, for sure. Just watching kids come back, you know, just like get better and improve their lives and be able to go off to these D1 schools and just, you know, show out. I mean, obviously, too, you get to see kids that you actually know from watching recruit, like, uh, what was his name, Chauncey, uh, was it Chauncey Rivers? or Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 from Georgia. Got to see him on the second season of EMCC. He always, he always had his Georgia gear on. Yeah, always, always. So, it's just cool getting to watch these kids, like, something happen. Like, Dakota Allen, to me, is one of those yeah. guys that I absolutely loved him on his season. Yep. Um, obviously, got to go back to Texas Tech afterwards mm-hmm. and finish it out. So, yeah, just I, I love watching these storylines in the show. Did you see that? Uh, what was the dude? The dude who was at Auburn, the quarterback, John Ross the Third. Is that what his name was? Uh, it, it was it was John something. I don't think his last name was Ross, but yeah, I know something you're talking about. You know, he won a ring. He won a Super Bowl yeah, ring yeah, with. Yeah. Uh, what is his last name? Franklin. Yeah, that's yeah, John Franklin yeah, Third. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, he was the first last chance U alum, and possibly yeah. the only one ever. We'll have to wait and see. Good yeah. well, I'm guessing football's over. We got five, what five seasons? Two, yeah, two yeah, with Brown, two with the, uh, and then one at Laney. Yeah. Um, I'm with you, dude. That show was so good. I'm a big fan. And and it's weird because as I sat and I thought about my favorite TV shows, like TV is so like it like I really I love Big Brother. Like yeah, the show that's Big true. Brother. Yeah, that's a TV show. show. Or yeah. like you know, look at something like Home Improvement, like a sitcom like that back yeah, in the nineties or like true. Full House or like, you know, all these shows we kinda grew up with there. So And even those I didn't even think about this make those making this list and I'm granted they wouldn't have been on here anyway, but like the shows I watched as a kid growing up, like I think about in terms now of like Netflix. I thought you might think Pokemon. Like the OG Pokemon. It was yeah, and I mean that's gotten a lot of nostalgia for me, but like I don't even know if I could tell you that I watched it all the way through. You know, I've seen like yeah. majority of the episodes. I've probably seen ninety percent of that show. I'm with but. you because that was like years. Because my show growing up was Power Rangers. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to be a little superhero. I took Taekwondo for six yeah. years. It's all thanks to Barney. Almost made the list, but you know I had I to cut him out. The big red or the big pur- purple dinosaur. Yeah, it's Clifford. Whoever the big red dog. All right, so let's go number three. Number three for me is going to be Sons of Anarchy. Uh, Sons of Anarchy, an FX original. Uh, Kurt Kurt Hutter, Kurt, Sir Kurt Sutter directed and developed it. Mm-hmm. It's just an absolutely great show. Great characters, a lot of drama. It's kind of like Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. That, man, a lot of stuff happens. A lot of great through storylines. Uh, great acting. Man, holy cow! Some of those deaths will just wreck you to the core. And it's if you like Yellowstone, you're gonna like Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy obviously came first. I think it has like eight seasons. All of them are really, really strong yeah. seasons. The finale is really deep and really heavy, and I think it, it, it you know, it like sticks the landing, which we were talking about. Yeah. It's one of the tougher things that, to that do. Ending scene. If you, I, I haven't watched it. I know what. I know how the, the show ends. But to me, if you like watch this dude for eight seasons and just watch how it yes, ends, that's heavy. Exactly. It is very heavy, and uh, and a, a little bit that happens before that is to me is even heavier. But um. But yeah, it's if you like Yellowstone, you would like Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy is Yellowstone. Well, Yellowstone is Sons of Anarchy, but it's cowboys on horses instead of 
Uh, Motorcycles. Yeah, it literally, exactly. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's exactly right. So, Sons of Anarchy, it gets the number three spot. Great okay. show. Okay, number two. This is where Connor gets canceled. Wait, is your number one my number two? It might be. There's a very good chance. Dang, I think it is. That's cool. My, my number two is my other show that's on rotation. Great sitcom about the workers of Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. Oh the Office. I absolutely love it. Just all the how all the characters mix together, the storylines. Sorry the if comedy. that noise was loud. I was just banging my head. The yeah, microphone. yeah, yeah. But anyway, so Office is just one of those shows I can watch constantly. Love watching Michael Scott and Jim and Pam and Dwight. And I just, I don't know. I love the show as a whole, which is great to me. Boy, I'm about to either get some people. Um, I'm about, I mean, let's be honest. That's one of the most popular shows on television. I'm about to tick some people off. That show, I've watched the first season three times. And everybody's like, you got to make it through the first season. I don't know why they talk like that, but they do. No, that show is not. And it should be so funny to me. It should be. I love Steve Carell. Get Smart's one of my favorite movies. I love that Joker. That show, is just it just doesn't work for me. Such I just a, don't such get a it. Hater, just give me your number two. <laughs> Quit being Golly, a hater, <laughs> bro. How about your mother? Yeah, How about your mother is a sitcom that you you and I think y'all watched it first. I couldn't tell you. I I'm watched not it like sure. Nine I don't really times. remember. Um, I watched it for the first time in like 2014. That show ran for nine seasons. Has some of the best storytelling in terms of. You know, I just recently watched the whole thing with my wife. It ended, she cried like a baby. I had to console her on the couch. It was beautiful. Um, that show, the writing of that show, like there are things they reference in season one mm-hmm. that pay off in season nine. Oh, yeah. How do you write 10 years of television yeah. that much? Because it's 24 episodes of a season. You know, in the finale season taking place over a course of two days. And you feel the whole thing effectively. I mean, it's... You know, I'm listen, I'm a sucker for a good love story. It is beautiful. I mean, that's the reason you watch the show is for those... Everybody's been Ted. Right. Ted is the main character, and the show is about how he met the mother and the, the ups and downs of relationships and friendships that he goes through in order to find the love of his life. And, it's, I mean, who who isn't looking for that? I mean, oh, yeah. that's, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Who doesn't somewhat relate to that? He goes through heartbreak and tough times and... You know, his friends having kids and him not. I mean, it's it's just, it's heavy and it's yeah. beautiful and the payoffs are really well done. I know there is a cult following that did, that just hates the ending. Yeah. But honestly, I asked my wife at the end, you know, it was literally two weeks ago. I said, what'd you think? And she was like, I, I, it worked for me. She loved yeah. it. And I'm the same way. Yeah. Copy and paste, my number one. Um, same way. There, There's very few shows or movies that either are comedies that can also be sad and dramatic or that are sad and dramatic that can exactly. also be comedies. It's hilarious. There's and so many great running through yeah, jokes. Yeah, the show, the show meshes everything so well. Like, I mean, there's it'll make you cry at points. It'll make you die laughing at points. Like, it's hilarious. The characters are great. They all... It's going to make you yeah, sad. Char- it will. Character arcs are great. Yeah, how much mother's on number one I want the show. next 45 days, bro. Yeah, huh? I want the next 45 days. Oh, yes, days. That, that... You put me on that and that was the next episode I watched. I know. Heavy stuff. Uh, great pick right there. Your number two trash. Your number one golden. <laughs> My number one is Smallville. Smallville is basically the story of Clark Kent. Uh, it's actually the only TV show that I own all ten seasons. That's another thing too. It ran ten seasons. Um, a ten season show has to be successful. You don't get just like How I Met Your Mother. You know, you don't get right. nine seasons out of a show without it being successful. 
Uh, it's no shock. I love superheroes. Superman is my favorite superhero of all time. For my wedding, my wife gave me an original print of Superman the movie poster. You'll believe a man can fly. It's actually right over there. And Smallville is the story of Clark Kent. Clark Kent lands in Smallville, Kansas when he comes from the planet Krypton. And uh, it's kind of his journey growing up. And basically, it's everything leading up to the moment he becomes Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started watching. I mean, it came out when I was a young kid. And so it just really, that was, I mean, who I wanted to be a superhero, obviously, like, 100%. I got a superhero complex now. Like, it just it was just great the whole way through. It's very paint-by-numbers, like, freak of the week in terms of, like, bad guy of the week. Uh, especially that first season. The first seven episodes are literally the exact same because they were just trying to get fans on board. But, I mean, just the mythology. They do Doomsday. They do Lex Luthor. They do Martian Manhunter. They do the Justice Society. They, do, they cover pretty much everything in the DC Universe. Even have a tiny Batman cameo, and that was when... Uh, Warner Brothers would not let anybody touch Batman other than Christopher Nolan at the time. Uh, so, yeah, number one for me is Smallville, an absolutely great show. Very nice. I actually never seen it, but yeah. You I should. I'll lend you the whole thing if you want to. <laughs> so, what are, what, are we, what are we ending with today? I kind of, well, okay, we, we're going to go a little longer on this show because I kind of want to talk about this. So, I think we probably got a lot of people who listen to the podcast who work out who frequent the old gym, who oh, go to the is. Iron Jungle, to go to the, the glorious house of gains, if you will. Okay. Okay. And you've been you've been heavy in the gym for a while now. Yeah. Like two, two, three years. Yeah, yeah, roughly. Somewhere around there. My parents owned a gym. I grew up in the gym. I'm much more of a spurt guy, right? So I want to talk about why why do you work out? Why do you go to the gym every day and bust your tail every single like like what what motivates you to go to the gym? Because I think that's a big thing today, right? motivation and healthy lifestyle Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying especially like right now coronavirus you know we are seeing a majority of people with weaker you know respiratory systems being greater affected which there are cases of people in great shape who have been affected like Mm -hmm. what drives you to go to the gym and put work in i mean for me it's just always you know how can i be the best version of myself which also the thing about that is too like i do it a lot for my mental health i mean just when i when I go, I don't know, something about killing yourself in the gym for an hour just makes me feel better mentally. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just always been a constant drive to like feel like I'm the best version of myself. And to me, if I'm not trying to better myself in every regard, then that's not the case. And that's just, that's why I go. How do you keep yourself motivated? Like what, what motivates you? Like in terms of like, are you a goal setter? Like, are you like, okay, in within the year, I want to add 10 pounds to my bench press. Like what, I mean, I don't... Because it gets super repetitive, doesn't it? To me, no, though. I mean, motivation to me is just like... And, and this is going to sound weird, but to me, mo- motivation is just like a useless construct. I No, I agree. Like, I, think in a lot, I think in a lot of people would agree, too. Like, I agree like I don't need to, to need to motivate myself to go better myself. Like, I mean, it just is what it is, you know what I mean? And for me, like, I know that if I don't go, it's just going to be like a, a, a mental fog or like a mental like down day for me. So, I yeah. mean, that's just another reason. But, yeah, I mean, I just – motivation to me is not a thing. It's it's a routine more than anything, right? Like, I know in the morning when I wake up, I work 1 to midnight, Monday through Thursday. So, I know when I wake up at 8 o'clock or in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning, I'm only running on 7, maybe 6 to 8 hours of sleep. So get up. I love how you're like I'm running on six to eight hours of sleep. That's like the average sleep for a human. Well, American less human. than eight to me, dude. I'm running on twelve hours of sleep. I'm whooped today. Yeah, but I mean, less than eight to me is like low. And I mean, I, I this like, man is ninety seven years old, ladies and gentlemen. Probably yeah. But I mean, you know, like I mean, I can get up in the morning, take my pre workout, drive the gym, 
put my headphones in, I'm ready to go. I mean, it's just routine for me at this point. Yeah, you really are kind of, yeah, because you've been doing it for so long. So for, for me, like, I get what you're saying. Like, you, you mean, do you mean self-motivation is a construct or just motivation in general? Motivation in general. You like, think so? See, I yeah. don't know. Like, like you look at, like, the, the parent who's overweight and they have a kid and they get a cr- quick reality check, like, holy cow, I want to be here for this little dude or girl to grow up. Like, that, that would motivate somebody to go to the gym and just get healthy. Like, I do believe in that. But I think yeah. I get what you're saying, too, in terms of – because for me, and you know this, competition motivates me. Like, right. Like, and it's and it's not even in terms of with other people. It's in terms of myself, right? Like, I go to the gym in spurts. So, like, I'll, I'll do 10, 11 months of just gr- absolute grinding, obsessed with it. And then I'll sit for five or six months. And I, I constantly am looking – and I set those personal goals for myself – and once I hit them, I'm like, okay, you know. And the goals that I try to pursue are ones that the average human will never be able to do. You know what I'm saying? Thirty, The 30 pull-ups has always been something, you know, we've talked about that for years. Mm-hmm. And I got up to like 28 when we were like 21, somewhere around there. And like that's something that's always been in the back of my head. I've never gotten there. And it's those things. And then you get close, and you're like, okay, bet. Like, So last year, I was, this was probably about like May and uh, I've always been w- pretty healthy. I've always eaten fairly healthy. Well, past like high school when all that was fried chicken. Like, so, because that's one thing for me is like, I, I want to be around for my wife and for my future kids and my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's my number one goal is mm-hmm. just to stay healthy. And honestly, 80% of health is diet. We right. know that, right? right? Like, don't get me wrong. Physical fitness, you want to keep that ticker pumping well. Do some cardio three days a week. But it's going to be, you know, 80% health in terms of healthy eating. And I do that. Well, a couple, this was last year in May, I stumbled across a Spartan race video, and I'm like, that looks fun. I could see my, that's something I'd never done. I don't know anybody personally who's ever done a, like a Spartan race like that, who's just put themselves through that. And I said, I'm going to sign up. And I go to the website, and I have not run a mile. I don't have any shoes. I don't, I don't know anything about it. But I just sign up. I pay the fee. I'm going to Atlanta in October, and I just lock in. I was able, I got to the point where I could pull 100 pounds under me. You know, I was running. I had not worked myself up to the mileage that was required for the race that I had done. Mm-hmm. And then it gets canceled due to COVID. I yeah. put in, you know, four solid months of just every day. I didn't miss a day. Run, workout, run, workout. And it got canceled, and I quit because that was my motivation. Because I, I was literally sitting there, and I would run, and I'd say, whoever I'm competing against on that day, they ain't running right now. I'm putting in the work. It was flood and rain. I'm yeah. putting in the work. And that's always been the thing that motivates me. And this year, uh, October, Spartan Race 2021, I'll be there. And I've been I've I've slowly started training for it. And it's like it's funny because I don't want it as bad as I did then. Yeah. Like I was so locked in and now life life I was I was not married. I didn't have a house. I didn't have bills to pay. I didn't yeah. I wasn't working a job. You know what I'm saying? Like but now all of those things, and I'm finding that you really have to, because because you are locked in, right? Because mm-hmm. like your thing is, like you just said, you wake up, you go to the gym, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your girl, y'all's, you, you are in a relationship right now. Y'all's uh, work schedules don't quite line up. We're like you're not seeing her like every yeah. single day in terms of like you know what I'm saying. And it's just you you realize you know you gotta you gotta grind out that time. You have to create that time to get in the gym and bang out a good workout and same with eating eating healthy right yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're married and because even with you you know what i'm saying like you ha- you have to dedicate yourself to eating healthy right you meal prep every week yeah and that's what you eat sweet potato fries and chicken thighs is that where you're at right now <laughs> yeah. the grind don't stop so i'm like 
Yeah, I don't know. I just find it very but interesting. I think a lot of people deal with that. But you know, like to me, your story right there outlines perfectly why motivation sucks, right? Yeah, no, because, you're right. Because when you lose your motivation, then what's the point of doing it, right? So, like, if your if your motivation is lying in a third party, no matter what that is, no matter if it's your family, if it's whatever, once that motivation goes away, you're you're done, it's right? Dark. It is dark, but I mean, you know, like if it's for your kid, like your kid turns 18, moves out, right? Like, okay, well now my motivation is kind of like, uh, no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm with you, but at the same time, like I'm in it now, right? Like I have a wife who depends on me and like, obviously I want to be here every day for, but at the same time, like honestly, for me, the way my metabolism works, I'm 20, I'm fixing to be 27 years old. As long as I eat healthy, I can never step back into a gym until my metabolism starts, whenever that is. And I'd be perfectly fine. Yeah. Like, because that's the, the ultimate goal is to be here and be healthy for as long as I can. And then uh, in October, dominate that race. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe you can. You want to come run with me? I might. I would love. I've been trying to get somebody to run it with. But that was the thing for me. It's like, it's just like you. You hit what, 305 the other day? Yeah. 305. Um, there's not a lot of people in their lifetime that are just going to go into the gym and rep out 305. Well, I ain't repping out. That's for sure. Right. You, 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 right. <laughs> but I mean, you get what I'm saying. Like, Doing that's what motivates me is doing things that because that's why like I'm like a Spartan race. One day we're gonna be at an age where we can't just do these things that we want to do. You know that's what I'm saying? True. Like, yeah, yeah. like don't get me wrong. There are some genetic freaks who are like 60 years old and they can freaking rip oh, out yeah, whatever yeah. they want. But like, there won't there will be a day where I look I see the video to a Spartan race and I go, man, I could have done that back in the day. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. I want to, you know, I want to do these things now and I'm going to run one and maybe I fall in love with it and I become like a OCR king. I'm going to just become the next obstacle course racer out here, but like yeah, maybe. You know, especially in life right now while we're still just working mundane jobs, we don't we don't have kids, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Don't get me wrong, we both have a ton of responsibilities, but life has allowed us to do some pretty cool things and I think we can put ourselves in the position to continue to do really cool things. That's true. You know, I just think it's, you know, you got to find your niche, your niche, you know, your, you do, your, yeah. your motivation. What What is going to motivate you to be the better person in whatever, whatever you know, yeah. medium And I think everybody's different. You. I mean, I think, I think you, if you ask that question, what motivates you to just be great, not even work out, but right, to just be right, successful? Right. You know, for some people it could be like, you know, I saw my parents fail and I don't want to do that. Yeah, Or sure. just like, I want, you know, I just, like you said, like, the everyday better in yourself. Yeah. Like there are people who wake up and they'll read, like they read every day and that's their better in themselves. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's an incredible way to do it. Like that, yeah. that's, you know, just gaining knowledge every day. You know, the old saying, yeah. learn something new every day. Yeah. It's that way. And like your mental health argument that you bring into it, like for you, that is just that mental reset. That's right. that release. That's right. that. And I mean, we, we live in an age where mental health is like at an all time high. So yeah, so yeah, well, you know, maybe somebody can drop a comment and tell us what their motivation is to do whatever it is they're doing to better. Yeah, let's themselves. hear it. Let's hear it. But together, we got so much experience in terms of the gym, and that's, that's that's. I mean, I think you know that's something great for your lifestyle. Eat healthy, work out one or two times a week, and you'll probably add years to your life. I think like uh, ball out there. Yeah, probably. Daggum, heavy show, man. A lot heavy. of good good conversation there. We yeah. got some Hall of Famer, nah. We got a good top five TV shows there, and then a little Jim Bro talk. Yeah, for the yeah. people. Hey, we really enjoy it, Jordan. Where can people find you? Instagram, Twitter, J Harris underscore underscore six. Facebook, Jordan Harris, and later tonight I'll be on my PlayStation Five again. 
You can find me at Connor Chandler on Facebook and Twitter at Connor Mason Chandler on Instagram and uh, walking my dog a little later today because we got we to gotta get him out, give him some exercise, a little English Bulldog. Uh, you can find us at Bash Brothers Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. You can find the actual podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're kind of based in Anchor. Uh, leave a review. We appreciate any support that you give. Like we said, the listens have been great. The comments, what we're hearing, we really appreciate it. Um, yep. If you got any questions, want to drop a Hall of Famer or not possibility, want to ask us a question about the gym, just want to make a statement, one of our takes, maybe they're trash to you, we'd love to hear it. You know where to find us. And uh, as always, we are the Bash Brothers, signing off. Yerp.